Hello, everybody, and welcome to this week's edition of Your Mortgage Process. I, of course, am your host, Greg Wareham. So we decided that we were going to shoot a solo episode today because I've been getting so many different phone calls and emails about credit, right? There's a lot of hype out there in the media as to people with better credit being penalized for people than weaker credit. And although I could see some of the perspective, I really wanted to go through the data with people. So you get a really good understanding as to what's going on. So the first thing that I would say is behind the scenes in the mortgage industry, the two biggest agencies that purchase all of these loans are Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac, and they're about 60% of the mortgage market. And they have what are called loan level price adjustments. And it's really just a piece of paper or something online that shows you what people are paying relative to their credit grade and relative to the amount of down payment that they're making. It's really just a, a matrix, right? So as an example, if you have someone with a 659 credit score, you go down to the credit score, and let's just say they were putting down 25%. You know, 25%, you go to the number, and it would give you a number that they, that they had to pay to be at the prevailing interest rate. Now, I'm going to give you an example as to what this matrix looks like currently and what it's going to look like after May 1st. So currently, in the example I just used, if someone has a 659 FICO score and they're putting down 25%, and let's say for a second that the prevailing interest rate is 6.5%. It would cost them 2.75 points to be at 6.5%. So on a $300,000 mortgage, you know, that's $8,000-ish worth of cost for them to be there. So what's changing in the new matrix is when you have that same situation, someone with a 659 FICO score and putting down 25%, that cost is being reduced from 2.75 points to one and a half points. So they're still paying a premium to be at the prevailing interest rate. The premium's just not as great as it was in the past. Now, to kind of put that in perspective from a dollar standpoint, that reduction is about it's about on a $300,000 mortgage amount, it's about $3,750. Now, the other thing that I would say is just because in our example, we're at 6.5% paying 2.75 points, that doesn't necessarily mean that the consumer is bringing that money to the closing. They can also build that into the pricing. So if the prevailing interest rate is 6.5% and they need to absorb that additional cost, they may end up with an end rate somewhere around 7.5%. And on the new matrix, that would go from, say, 6.5% to 7%. I'm using round, round numbers on it. All right, so now let's take a look at what a 740 credit score looks like on the new matrix. But before I go there, I want to kind of define how the, how the matrix is set up. Historically, the best credit that you could have in the mortgage industry for conventional, conforming, Fannie Mae, Freddie Mac mortgages was a 740 credit score. So that's kind of where the matrix stops. What's been reevaluated is what defines exceptional credit. So moving forward, Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac are going to use a 780 credit score as their top tier in credit. And that kind of more aligns as to what some other lenders are doing for jumbo lending. So in the jumbo lending space, historically top tier credit's been a 780 plus credit score. And now that's the direction that Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac are going in. And I'll tell you how that impacts you in, in one moment. Let's go back to our scenario. So we have someone with a 740 credit score and say they're putting down 25%. On the old matrix, to be at the prevailing interest rate of 6.5%, they would have had to have paid one quarter of one point. So on a $300,000 loan, 
that would be $750. On the new matrix, they would have to pay three-eighths of one point to be at the prevailing interest rate. And that three-eighths of one point increases their cost by about $375. It's not $40 a month. It's not $60 a month. It's $375 total. Now, in the mortgage industry, that's kind of a nominal change in that particular scenario. And the reality of the situation is the consumer is going to end up with the same interest rate that they had ended up with in the past in that particular scenario. Now, if someone has stronger credit, so your credit score is a 780 or higher, you're actually going to benefit from the change. And it used to cost someone a quarter of a point with a 780 credit score to be at the prevailing interest rate. Now it costs you zero points to be there. So I hope that kind of explains at least one example of how the matrix is working. Now, the example I gave is kind of the rose-colored glasses perspective on it. That's a really solid scenario. There are some scenarios, though, that will impact people negatively. So from all the research that I've done and everything that I've read through, the biggest impacted group is going to be someone with a 700 to 740 credit score putting down 15%. In the past, when you were putting down 20% or you're putting down 15%, there was really no increase from a price standpoint. It didn't cost you any more money to be there. Moving forward on the new matrix, there is going to be an enhanced cost to go from putting down 20% to 15%. So you're going to see that. In reviewing all the data, the area that I found to be the hardest hit was someone between a 700 and 740 credit score in putting down 15%. That's kind of where I saw the biggest adjustment on everything. And in that scenario, what you're seeing is about a three quarters of one point increase to cost. So, and again, it's not an increase in the interest rate. It's the cost of money of about three quarters of one point. That was kind of the biggest area that I saw. The other thing that I did notice with the matrix is it's really starting to enable people to get a better deal if you're putting down more money. And that's across the board in all credit grades. And on the flip side of that, it's also trying to limit your cost if you're putting down very little money. So as an example, if you're putting down as little as 3% on a conventional mortgage, no matter what the credit grade is, every situation price is dropping in that area. And that's really part of the administration's overall agenda to try to stimulate first-time home buyers. So when you look at the first-time homebuyer market, they've really been priced out of the market over the course of the past couple few years. Now, big picture on it, I'm not a super political person by any means at all. Just in looking at the data, there's certainly some give and there's some take. However, big picture, under no circumstances is someone with better credit going to pay higher rate or a higher cost than someone with worse credit. It's just simply not the case. Now, we could drill down in detail all of the different scenarios depending on down payment and exact credit score, but at the end of the day on it, again, no one with better credit is gonna pay a higher price than someone with worse credit. It just doesn't work that way. You know, the other thing that I wanted to talk about a little is credit, overall credit grade, right? So the average credit score in the United States is a 714. And really, depending on your age demographic, really dictates what your overall credit score is. And I'm going to give you an example. I'm going to bring up a chart. So when you look at people that are in the baby boomer generation, the average credit score is a 742. And they generally have more money to work with or more money to put down. 
when you look at the silent generation, which I miss, miss, those are people 77 or older, credit scores are 760. Gen X, it's a 706. Millennials, it's a 687. And Gen Z, it's a 679. So the younger that you are, the less money that you have to work with from a down payment standpoint, right? It just makes sense. You haven't been around long enough. You haven't been able to save enough money. And you also have historically have a lower credit grade. The older that you are, you have more money to work with, more money to put down, and you have a higher credit score. And coming back to those loan level price adjustments, if you're putting down more money, it's going to, there's actually going to be a positive impact in a lot of different segments of that matrix. And if you're putting down less money, there's going to be a positive impact as well because you're trying to cater to these first-time home buyers. So when you look at Gen X, Millennials, and Gen Z, with that average FICO score of 679 to 706, they're still going to be paying a higher interest rate. What's really changing is they're going from, in our examples, from from six and a half to seven and a half percent to really six and a half to seven percent. So. And that helps people that are first-time home buyers trying to afford to be in a home. And then if you still, you got a 780 credit score with a great down payment, you're still paying significantly less than any of those other demographics. So, so with that being said, if you have any questions at all, or you just want to have a healthy dialogue about this, please feel free to reach out to me directly at area code 385-519-519. 4663. That's 385-519-H-O-M-E. Or you can reach me online. You send me an email, greg at yourmortgageprocess.com. I love talking about this stuff. So give me a call, shoot me an email. I'd be more than happy to review it and have a healthy dialogue. You may have a different perspective that I'd love to hear. So thanks a lot for listening, everyone. Look forward to catching up with you next week. Bye, guys. Thank you for tuning in to this week's edition of Your Mortgage Process, hosted by Greg Wareham, produced by Greg Wareham and Nick Pavise at The Social Rift, and executively produced by The Social Rift. Thank you again for tuning in, and we look forward to catching up with you next week.